Hi, and welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all of the parenting things. Lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who have been there. In today's episode, I'm talking with Carrie and Jason about their journey of becoming parents. They have a biological teenage daughter and an elementary-aged adopted daughter. It's a beautiful, I mean, beautiful story of obedience, and I'm excited to share it with you. Here it is. All right, so y'all had Ava. It took us a while to get Ava. It took us probably seven years to get pregnant with Ava. Really? Okay, yes. I didn't realize that. Yeah, we we and we just kind of kept saying it was in God's time, and yeah, and we weren't gonna explore anything else. We just were gonna wait till it happened, and so seven years. It's a really long time. So then when you had Ava, were you all like, okay, I think we're good, or? No, I always knew I wanted two, uh-huh. maybe three, just because Jason came from three, mm-hmm. that I thought it would be cool to right. have three. His other two brothers had three kids, so I just kind of felt like that was like the natural thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, you know, we waited a little while, and then it just got to where we were like, okay, we're ready. Let's have another one. And yeah. then it just— it. You know, it didn't happen. Yeah. And, and we waited and we waited and for years, I feel like. Yeah. And it just didn't didn't happen for us. So, so. y'all kind of felt like, okay, we're going to close the door on having another child. And do I, I don't think that was a very, I don't think that was a decided thing. Oh, okay. I think we just kind of okay. let it play out. Oh, okay. After Ava. And yes. after it was... The years just kept on going by longer and longer. I think we just kind of were just letting it play out to see where it took us. Right. We weren't doing anything to expedite it or not. I so see. So we just yes. we were just naturally trying to make it happen. Yeah. Well, and I like in my mind, I had kind of I had closed the door. Like I feel like as as a mom and I'm, as a woman, like I feel like I went through and was okay. God. We're only having one. Like right. we're just a family of three, and you know. Right. And I had prayed about it and kind of worked through that emotion because that wasn't what I wanted, and I wanted yeah. to have more. And so, um, but yeah, then so I was at peace with it, and we yeah. were, you know, we were fine. Um, and then all of a sudden, we got pregnant, and mm-hmm. uh, Ava was in first grade. Okay, I think. That was right. Yeah. Um, or it was the summer before she went into first grade. Mm-hmm. And um, we found out right after school got out. And then we lost the baby. Yeah. The beginning yeah. of school, right yeah. before school started. And so that was kind of, that really shut the door. Like for me personally, like I was like, okay, I'm done. Like right. we're going to be the family of three and, and I'm And the good pain of enduring that. Yes. It's like I don't want to do this again. No. Like I, you know, and it was, there was a lot of anger with that of, okay, God, I, you, you brought me a piece with being this family of three right. and then, then you bring in this pregnancy and this baby and then you took it away. Like, how does that play into yeah. all of it? And yeah. so, um, but, you know, I look at that experience and how I've been able to help. Mm-hmm. Other moms and other, you know, students in the student ministry when things have happened and just, you know, it's a part of my story and it's a part of our story right. to where we can, um, you know, we always talk about how God always uses the good and the bad. And, right. and so it's just been one of those those things that I can 
pour into other people and my experiences through right. that. So you can sit with people better because you've experienced yeah. it. Yeah. I think so. In the middle of it, like in the middle, what did it look like to be just like to keep a relationship with God, even though like, would you say you were angry with him? Oh yeah. I was very angry. I mean, I just, I didn't want to come to church. Yeah. I didn't want to sing the songs. I didn't want to yeah. play the part of, of, of being a Christian at church. And yeah. um, I was, it was hard to see, you know, at that time, other moms and, you know, friends my age were having their second babies and, you know, it just came easy for them. And so it was really, you know, a hard year of, yeah. of just coping with, with those emotions of yeah. it all. So Jason, was it as, would you say it was as difficult for you? To go through that? Yes, and differently. Right. Um, I made peace pretty quickly with it mm-hmm. and compartmentalized it and moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much a fixer, and I couldn't fix this problem right, or fix this circumstance. So right. I really had to make peace with Carrie and our relationship and our family and, and God himself and just say, yeah. okay, we're, I've got to move on because she needed this support. Yeah. Through it, which was, that took a lot. took a lot to stand by her and stand with her. Right, right. As we went through that. And we we did. We went through it together. We grieved together in our own own ways. And I I still think to this day we grieve together differently through the process in our own ways. We we look back on that time differently. So. Yeah. Oh. Was is there something like when you think about that that other people did that was helpful? You know, we talked about it in Sunday school um, with the seniors a few weeks ago of just being present. Yeah, um, like I remember Mary Wade showing up in her oh. copper tone van. It <laughs> <She> took <laughs> yeah. me to Chick Fil A. Yes. Um, you know, and Amy yeah. Swanner made me a quilt, and it has yeah. like all the favorite you know, Bible verses on it. And so it was not just, you know, people trying to, to help me work through my, my emotions. It was just people being present. Yeah. Um, and, and just being with me and not having the answers, but just sitting with me Mm -hmm. and my grief. Yeah. And so, yeah. Which is, I think, very hard as then you're her husband and you're like, I just want to fix this. And you can't speed it up. You can't. Well, and I had, I had to grieve in my own way too. Right. I mean, cause I don't know about many men who get together and talk about miscarriage. No, I know. And, and it's kind of the forgotten part of the equation that how does the, how does the husband, how's the father to be handle it when all the focus gets thrown on? Yeah, mom and and the wife, and rightfully so. I mean, yeah, it's, but it's definitely a different experience. But I, we we're right there together, experiencing it. Yes, together, but differently at the same time. Yeah. So I really, I, I basically compartmentalized it, shut it down, mm-hmm. put it in a box, and locked it up, and and moved on. Yeah. Man. Um, okay, so then let's jump into when did Addie Kate come into the picture, and ha- like what time was that? Like what timeline? It was we lost the baby in August, and then it was a year and two months later. Wow, that we got the phone call from Jan Mansfield of 
hey, I have to tell you a story, and I haven't slept in two nights, uh-uh. and God just won't let it go. So I have to share it with you, and then y'all do what you want with yeah. it. Yeah. And real fast, Jan is just a church friend. Yes. Jan is a church friend. So she calls you and tells you this story of a work friend of hers, yes. right? Like another friend that um, they had gone to a conference with and uh, just um, – about how one of one of their stylists had had a baby and was young and just not ready to be a mom yet. Yeah. And, and so they had taken guardianship of the baby and they were trying to find a home, uh, you know, a Christian home for her to be raised in. Yeah. And so, uh, and just God laid on Jan's heart. That y'all were the people. That we were the people. And so, um, Yeah. So she called and kind of went through their conversation that they had and just, um, you know, how God has just been, had been speaking through, you know, to her through that time and just that she had to tell us. And then, Were y'all both on the phone at this time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she called and I was at Bible study and she was like, I need to talk to both of you at the same time. <gasps> and I was like, who died? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> Yeah. I don't understand. And she's like, yeah. no one, everything's fine. Just call me when you get home. And I was yeah. like, okay. So, yeah, we were sitting on the end of our bed and talking to Jan, and she just kind of laid everything out there of what, who Addie Kate was and where How she old came. Was she? she was three months okay. at the time. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. What were y'all crazy. thinking during that phone call? I think I, I think I just kind of took it in stride. I was just gathering information and listening. Yeah. Um, and I, I would almost say that this was out of character of what I knew of Jan, and out of character in a sense of being very in touch with the Holy Spirit and God's voice. Ah. And she she hadn't. We've known him for three or four years at that point. Hadn't really exhibited that to me anyway. Yeah. And. And so I was just very open to the conversation. Right. At the at the time she was explaining it to me because she was very matter of fact. Yeah. And this is what she'd been told and this is what she'd been dealing with and thinking about and and processing through as, yeah. as she was explaining it to us. Yeah. So then what happened? We just we said, okay, well, we'll we'll pray about it and we'll get our community around us and, and well, I, I think that praying thing about it was and that was different for us too we always yeah. give prayer lip service uh-huh. but this time we kind of looked at each other yeah. and said we we aren't the only ones that can pray about this no. there's just this is too big of a life moment so we put together a handful of our trusted friends mm-hmm. and said we need you guys to pray about this yes. instead of trying to make that decision on our own and keeping it to ourselves yes. which we have a tendency to do as mm-hmm. as humans yes. And, yes. and different things we we reached out to these folks and said here's what's been laid on Jan's heart here's what's been laid on our heart mm-hmm. this is a this is quickly becoming a story of obedience yes. of everybody involved from Jan to Jay and Jana to yeah. us, just the whole process to the right. birth mom. Right. It was it right. was all a story of obedience. Yeah. So y'all started praying about it. The people around you started praying about it. 
we just, you know, we kind of kept looking at, uh, I mean, and it went fast. I mean, from the phone call that we got from Jan to meeting um, Jana and Jay. Um, who were the people who were taking care, taking of, care of her at the time. Um, I mean, it was a week between that phone wow. call and when we met them. And um, you remember driving over there, and, I you, and, and you and you said, "Surely they wouldn't bring Addie Cave yeah. with them." Because I had not held a baby since I lost oh. our baby, oh. and so I was like, "I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to hold a baby." Surely they won't bring the baby. They <laughs> and I, Jana was like, "Of course we brought the baby. Who else is going to yeah. take care of the baby?" <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we, we are the only the ones. Baby alone. <laughs> we can't leave the baby alone. So, so yeah. So they they came walking into the little Madeline. I made the phone call and introduced myself and yeah. to Jana and um, and they live not too far from here. So mm-hmm. I mean, it was you know it was a pretty easy connection to make and get with them and. Um, you know, they had been in the process. They'd had Addie Kate since two weeks old. Yeah. And um two weeks old. Yeah. And they are they're like uh empty nesters. Like it right. It yeah. was like we cannot adopt this. They baby had a they had a senior in high school yeah. at that time. Okay. Right? He was a freshman. James was a freshman, and then their middle was a senior, and then their oldest was at OU. Okay. And so they're so like, we they, can. Yes. We they can were like, this. we've done this, and you know, our boys are are at the age where we right. you know, we need to focus on them and, right. and the things they're doing. And but, so. I mean, what an act of obedience for them to be like, yes, we will take her and be like, how are we going to no. figure this out? Yeah. And, and you know, and the way they, they share it is like they got the phone call from, from the birth mom. Yes. Because they didn't know. And, you know, and she's in Arkansas, and they're here in Texas. And but she's one of their, like, employees. They were, yeah, she right. was an employee yes. of theirs. Yes. And, um, you know, and the struggles that she was having taking right. care of Addie Kate. And they just immediately got in their car and got on the phone with attorneys and got wow. all, everything lined up to where they could show up and have her sign documents. And they brought Addie Kate home Wow, with them. And wow. so, I mean, it was truly an act of obedience right. on their part. And right. so, um, but yeah, we, we met them and... At La Madeline. At La Madeline at Park and Preston. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was uh, it was kind of uh, it was really nerve-wracking. But at, we were pulling into the parking lot, and this song came on that was very – it just kind of fit where we were with yeah. this and kind of, you know, and so we kind of just claimed that song is ours for this process and whether God was going to open this door and, and let this be – part of our, um, have her be part of our family or if they were going to like us or what it was going to look right. like. Right. All the questions. Yes. Yes. And so. Um, and it's the song you sent, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. So, but it was, you know, we, it was very natural us talking to Jana and Jay and I held Addie Kate, which was. How did that feel? It was, it was nerve wracking. It was scary and yeah. it was very emotional. Like it was mm-hmm. just like, but it didn't, it felt good. And, yeah. and and I wasn't sad. I was happy. And yeah. so it was uh, it was very, very cool. Yeah. So. But. So then after that, what happened after that? Uh, yeah, real fast. Yeah, I mean, we from talked that, to from, Addie Kate. From that, me- from Ava. that meeting, we we talked to Ava. Uh-huh. We had a family power So Ava's and- in 
third grade or second second grade, second grade. Second grade. Okay. Yeah. yeah and she uh she was a big part of this decision oh. on if, if we were going to do this or not and we yeah. if she didn't want to we weren't we weren't going to do it either right um, so we kind of laid it out just as adulty and real world and reality that we could even possibly imagine what it'd be like to have a little sister and yeah. just the process that we were going through and so she was good with it and then oh, her it, response yeah. I've waited my whole life to be a big sister to a little sister we were like okay, okay. well there's our answer yeah. <laughs> I mean it was just she just beamed we were at Brahms and she just beamed that she was so excited that she was going to be a big sister. Yeah. yeah. She may second guess that now. <laughs> now that she's older. Right. Now, you know, but, but, but at the time. But at the yeah. time. And then down the road, she'll yeah. feel the same way. Yeah, but she at will. this moment, yeah. Oh, yeah. so she was in. and She then, was all in. Yeah. And, and then it was just real fast. I mean, there was, there was no red tape of your typical adoption story. Right. It was a, it was a private adoption. Right. It was... So you didn't have to mom. do this whole application thing or anything mm-hmm. like that. We had we had to do home visits and yeah. through a social oh, worker okay. and different things. Yeah. But that was during the that was during the adopt the actual adoption process from okay. the from the from the point that we met her to where she was living in in the house with us was two weeks. Two weeks. Whoa! Right at two weeks. Yes. That and, is so fast. Yes, yeah. and we had no baby things. Right. None. Like I sold everything or gotten given away everything. Right. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was two weeks. Most, so fast. And most people have about nine months to yes. prepare. And y'all are like, <laughs> we have well, a, having a baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and she came home with us on, what was it, Saturday? It was a Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Went yes. and picked her up. We went and picked her up November 20th. Oh. You said something about the adoption thing in worship and the timing of that. Do you remember that? It oh. was an adoption. We had Oh, the during right during yes. the time that we were thinking about this or this was presented to us, it was the National Adoption Month or National Adoption uh-huh. Day, however that looked and that was pretty moving. I mean, we're we're friends with a number of adoptive parents and adoptive families in this church yeah. and and every time we turned around, there was confirmation. And, yeah. you know, I'm very, I'm very negative Nelly in a sense that <laughs> at some point this isn't going to work out. This is, right. you know, it's just going to fall right. through and not going to happen. But every time we turned around, whether it was a song or whether it was National Adoption Day or Friends or just the whole process, it just kept on falling in place. And, you know, it's hard to kind of sit back and enjoy the ride in a sense. But we, it's, it's what we, it's what we did. We didn't push it. We didn't. Right. We prayed about it and lived through it, and if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't, but it it sure enough happened. Yeah. What was hard about those first, like the first, you know, six months or so? Like, do you remember early on? Middle of the night, because I feel like I had, I wasn't used, obviously was not used to getting up anymore. And conditioning myself oh my to goodness. being yeah. up two and three times a night and then getting up and going to work the next morning oh. and, uh, you know, trying to get her on a schedule of, of feeding. And, oh. and um, you didn't have like a maternity leave, I guess. I had an adoption leave. Okay. I, it was, a I think, a month-long adoption leave, yeah. which I didn't know existed, but it does. Okay. And so well, that was good. Yeah. So I was home, I think, the first month with her, and um, which kind of worked out because it was – 
you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And mm-hmm. so I I was home like the rest of that semester of yeah. school. And so, um, but yeah, she's, we've had to spend I, I, good time with her at that yeah. point. I think the hardest thing for me was just getting my head wrapped around, could I love her just as much as I love my yeah. other daughter? Yeah. yeah. And that, it was a process. It was, was a it? process, yeah. Because yeah. I, I viewed her as somebody else's child. Right. When we, especially when we, when we first first had her. Yeah. And trying to just, it taught me how to love in a different way than it was Ava. Right. Um, One better, one worse. It was just, it was just a different experience for me as a, as a father to go, this is, this is my child. Yes. And she is one of us. Yes. so that was probably the, that was the most difficult thing for me. Yeah. And like bonding, like, okay, this is mine. This is, you know, yep. takes time. So she knows that she's adopted. Oh, yes. Right. Like, She'll well, tell her whole story to whoever is around. <laughs> like she's How very, did that, was that just always like her truth? Like it wasn't yes. something that was a thing. We, like from, from the time that she could understand, like we have um, the birth mom gave, I mean, she had a baby book. Yeah. And she filled out lots of information in, her, in the baby book, probably more than I filled out in Ava May's baby book. Yeah. And she just, you know, she was so excited about being a mom, and she was looking forward to it being a new start. And, you know, all just wonderful and positive things in there. And mm-hmm. so, and it has pictures of her and who she was and where she lived and, you know, everything. And, yeah. I, you know, and Jason and I both agreed that we just— we wanted it to be, this is your story. Yes. Like, this is who you are. Yes. And you've been loved from the first day you were born to today. Like, it's yeah. no one, you've never had a time where right. you were not loved and taken right. care of. And, and her birth mom did love her. Oh, yes, absolutely. Does love her. Yes. Um, you know? I mean, for her to be able to do what she did. Yes. Um, is without a doubt um, a true act of love. Right. And so, and just being able to say, I can't. I can't do this. Right. You know, I'm not ready for this. Right. And um, so, but, um, yeah, we, uh, we've we just always had the, her baby book out and open and uh, read adoption stories to mm-hmm. her. And, you know, she always knew who her birth mom was and, you know, and how her story came to be and who Miss Jana and Mr. J are. Right. And do they see, do you all see them very much? Yes. Quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. yeah they so, are, they so are, cool. Yeah, they're truly part of the family. Yeah. yeah. And they love on Addie Kate and they love on us. And yeah. We, we value those relationships very, very much. Yeah. Addie Kate, the other day she was talking about how she has three moms and three dads. And I was like, wait a second, what do you mean? And she was like, well, my birth mom and my birth dad. And then Miss Jana and Mr. J were my second mom and dad. And oh then gosh. you and daddy are, are my third mom and dad. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess, you know, right. that's right. And so she's like, I'm lucky. And I was like, you are yeah, lucky. It's like, it. she's really proud of this part of her story. Oh, very proud. Very, and it was funny because she was the first star student this year at school, and she, I mean, she'll tell everyone, well, most of these, most of the kids don't know what adoption is or adopted, uh-huh. and so she, she start telling her story, and so they start asking all these questions, and the teacher goes, let's wait, and y'all can talk about this on the <laughs> playground. <laughs> Let's 
not have these conversations now. <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, she's very open about everything, and you know, and yeah. she started asking harder questions and mm-hmm. kind of more why questions, and you know, like who is my birth dad, and right, you know, and you know, answering that is we don't know. Yeah, and well, Miss Haley was married to him, right? And we're like, well, we don't, we don't know, right? And, you know, and, and things are going to get more difficult, um, I'm sure, as we get older and she learns new and more things and, um, you know, and it'll it'll be things that we'll have to pray about and, and figure out how to answer. And, yeah. And, but I just, you know, our philosophy has always been being honest with her. And, right. And not hiding or acting like, you know, we're, sh- you know, shamed by this or, you know, this is who you are and be proud of it. Exactly. Yeah. So. And it's God's story that he's written for you. Yeah. You've covered a lot of things about ways you've seen God go before y'all speak to you, encourage you through, you know, y'all's parenting journey. Are there other things that I want to cover them if you? I think one of the things that I learned was during this time with Addie Kate was probably the hardest time I ever had professionally. Really? So having to learn and experience God in times that are really difficult and times that are really good. Mm-hmm. And under and I'm very much a scale of justice type of guy. It's either right or it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and and God was showing me and the Holy Spirit was showing me during mm-hmm. this time. It's like, no, this is your life and I've got a plan for you. And just as much as I've given you this, you're gonna have to go through these things as well. And that was yeah. that was a very much a spiritual experience for me. Yeah. Because it's it hard for me to recognize in my head, one, that we were, that I was worthy enough that God would give us Addie Kate. Right. While I was dealing with this other stuff professionally. So it was, that was a, yeah, that was hard. That was, that was yeah. hard. Yeah. Is it, okay, like I just want to be sure I'm getting clear on this. Sort of feeling like, how God, how could you, I like, I'm being obedient in this, and you've given me this in this area, but this area over here is such a disaster kind of thing? It was, yeah, it was actually was a flip-flop. It, the disaster happened first, and then he came and brought this good, good thing into our yeah. life, and I didn't feel prepared or worthy or, or oh, any of oh, that. Oh, I see. Okay. It's like, I feel things. like I've messed this thing right. up. And why are you giving me this good thing? That was that was yeah. that was a hard part for me, and I had to open up to a lot of people that this was because I stashed that away, and I was dealing with that on on our own. Yes, and I really had to open that up to people too, and say, yes. you know, just be full transparent. This is where we're at financially, professionally. We're not in a good spot, right? So you make your decision. All we can do is be honest and be where you know, be obedient to what God's calling us to do. Right. And so, to, living through those two things at the same time—super interesting. It was. It, it was interesting. You bet. <laughs> or I don't know, but but also like reveals some. I think a lot of us are walking around with lies in our head that we don't even realize are lies. Right. And. It's our. It's sometimes the you know really crazy hard circumstances where God uses those to be like, you're not. You're totally not mm-hmm. seeing me for who I am and what I how I feel about you and you know. I think, and again, I think just the obedience. Every 
major player in the story was obedient. Yeah. Just from birth mom being obedient to carry it out and to yeah. try her best to to Jay and Jana being obedient, picking her up to Jan and just everybody. Jan in the story. having the courage to call yeah. you up. Right. I mean yeah, that, that took big. a lot. Yeah. yeah. That was, and then for y'all to be like, okay, we'll we'll open this back up. Yes. We thought we had closed it. Well, and it's you know it's always funny like, how you you always say, well, you don't always say, but like, I'm never going to do this, or I'm never <laughs> going to have like right. I have two nevers in my right. life, and right. they both come true. Like right. uh, you know, I I being a special ed teacher, I, I had seen so many families struggle with kids that they had adopted. And yes. just, and I was like, I oh, have something I, I'm not ever going to touch. Like, I don't want to, I'm not, that's not for me. Right. And just how God revealed, oh, just kidding. No, it is for you. Right. And this is going to be your family. And, and right. just, and now you, I can't imagine it not being my family and, yeah. and that not being a part of, of our story and her not being in our family. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is, my child's never going to play volleyball and walk around in those spandex. <laughs> and yeah, do not ever, do not say, say never. Because God's going to be like. I will never be the kind of mom that da, 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 yes. and then and It happens yes. every time, every time. I will never be the mom that has a child that plays volleyball. I love that. Because they oh, could always walk in and they'd it? be in these little spandex. Yeah, what's up with those shorts? I don't know. Why? Does that help them play volleyball? I don't know. Ava Bay's not allowed to wear them out without being covered up because we can't stand it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is so funny. But Jason, did you have any nevers? Probably too many. <laughs> <laughs> too many. This is so funny. Oh, okay. So Addie Kate has deeply impacted y'all's family. Mm-hmm. Tell me what, what, like, off the top of your head, the things that, the, the greatest ways that she's impacted your family. Or biggest ways. Maybe greatest is a, you know, biggest ways that she's impacted y'all's family. I think learning to to walk in the unexpected. Uh-huh. Kind of the mystery of of things. We yep. didn't know where we didn't know where this was gonna go. Yeah. I think as, as as a parent, like you said, you have nine months to prepare and you're preparing yourself and you feel like you get to know this child yes. that's coming into your and family. You're ready for it. Yeah. And, and you're actually we, not. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> you think you are. Yeah. So we we just kind of gave up to the to the mystery of yes. okay, God, we don't we don't know, and we're not going to even act like we do know where this is going to take us. Right. And that continues to this day. I mean, she has she's smart and sarcastic, and just challenges us each day to think and to make sure that we're on our game as well to to parent her right. through. And I've Truly believe it's part of the, her story as well. The struggle yeah. at at birth and yeah. just something about her circumstances has made her who she is today. Right. And so she she is a challenge, but in a good way. It challenges us to be better and and not to be lazy as parents and right and to be prepared for her. Well, and she's probably totally different from Ava. Oh I yes, mean, like. As all children are. That's not just because yeah. she's adopted, but it's like... Oh, her personality is so different. Right. I mean, she's like the take charge, move out of my way, I'm coming personality. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I called her a bull in a china cabinet the other day. <laughs> she just... <laughs> What'd she do? She jumped on me and then jumped off of me. And she just... I mean, she just has no concept of... Right. Of, 
of where she is and how, who she gets in the way with. And yes. She just is all over the place. Right. And she's smiling the whole time she's doing it. She's so cute. And, uh, but, I mean, and then you have Ava, who's the quiet and reserved, mm-hmm. um, very introverted yeah. personality. And uh, and Addie Kate is nothing of, of those things. Right. She wants to be in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. and. So you got to be like, okay, God, what do you? How do we parent her? Yes, we, yeah, yes. I think also yeah. trying to figure out how to parent a teenager and a six-year-old at the same oh, time yes. is. I mean, at some point, we just give up on what we think we <laughs> what we should do. Yeah. I mean, there's just no consistency I or know. no no rhyme or reason to like the age gap is yes. just it's, it makes it a little hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I used to always think, well, I'm going to win every battle. And uh-uh. I'm like, I'm lucky if I win maybe 25% of the battles right. <laughs> at this point. I'm like, I, I don't know. You can have it, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. You guys go figure it out and we'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, she just is, is happy. Like mm. her happiness, I mean, like, and, and is just... And it's just overwhelming how, I mean, she just, she starts her day. I mean, this morning she walked in and she was like, good morning, mommy. Aww. And it just the sweetness of, of all, all of, of the joy that she, everyone that she meets, yes. she just, her smile and, and um, just everything personality wise, just God comes through in everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll go pick her up from a birthday party and it's, she's just the most precious girl. Yes. I mean, like, she is. She yes. is. She is definitely a gift from God that yeah. we got to, we get to raise and, and watch grow. There is an author named Graham Cook and he has this YouTube video that I've listened to at least a hundred times. And honestly, that might be lowballing it. <laughs> Anyhow, it's amazing. And one of the things he says in it with his awesome accent is this Our God is consistent in his nature, but he's unpredictable in what he does. You always know what he's going to be like, but you'll never know what he's going to do next. This story is a real life example of that truth. God is good throughout the entire story. The circumstances are challenging, but He is good through it all. You see His goodness in Addie Kate's birth mom's life, in Jay and Jana's life, in Jan's life for making that phone call, in Carrie, Jason, and Ava's life, and definitely in Addie Kate's life. However, the specific stories he has written in each of those people's lives is, is very different. I mean, their circumstances are all different. And that is because God is good, but you never know what he's going to call you to. And if your circumstances are just rough right now, don't equate that to God's character. Don't. It's not the same thing. Our circumstances change. God is consistent. And when we are obedient, it doesn't guarantee easy. In fact, sometimes it's quite the opposite. But God's goodness will be consistent. God's goodness will be consistent. Man, I am so thankful for that. I am so thankful for His consistent presence. Y'all, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found it encouraging and inspiring. 
I am linking that Graham Cook YouTube video for you to listen to. It's like my version of, I guess, like a hype up video. Like when I feel down, I'm like, I'm listening to that. (laughs) You get the point. And I will talk to you guys next time.